Hi, my name is Sydney Mitchell. Hi, I'm Matthew Brickman, Florida Supreme Court mediator. Welcome to the Mediate This podcast, where we discuss everything mediation and conflict resolution. Welcome, everybody, to this episode of Mediate This. I'm Sydney sitting here with Matthew, and today we are going to be answering some of the questions that you, our listeners, have been submitting to us about all things divorce and mediation. So um, let's just jump right in. If you do have a question in the future that you would love for us to dive into on an episode of Mediate This, you can just send an email, submit your questions to info at iChatMediation.com. It'll get sent directly to us, and we'll uh, hopefully be able to answer your questions here. One of our listeners is asking, if I get divorced, should I change my estate plan? Absolutely. Um, With your estate plan, living will, medical directive, um, all of that, that actually um, should be updated every two years, regardless. Like, regardless if you're married, not married, getting divorced. It's just a good rule of thumb to just update it every two years. Um, only because, you know, people get assets, they, they, they liquidate assets, they accumulate new assets. Um, I need, you know, as of the date of the recording this, I need to update mine because my wife and I just bought a house. Um, and in my will, there's no mention of a house. Um, and so, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, if you get divorced, absolutely change your estate plan, your living will. I mean, look, another one is the medical directive. So, you know, I have a medical directive that says in the event that I become incapacitated, I, you know, number one, I don't want to be on a ventilator. Number two, here's, you know, here, here's, uh, the order of succession of people that are allowed to make decisions and whatnot for me. If you're married, it's probably your spouse. If you're getting divorced, you definitely don't want your ex-spouse making medical decisions for you. <laughs> Kill the sucker, take them off life support. Like you should probably update your medical. Great directive. tip, Matthew. That is a great tip. Yeah, great tip. Update uh, your medical directive. Hope hopefully people do have. Um, it seems like I've talked to a lot of people. A lot of people have a living will that says, "Okay, if I'm living and then I die, this is what I want with my stuff." Right. And then people have estates and trusts, but what a lot of people don't have is medical directive. Like, you know, granted, yeah, I personally they, have never, yeah, I mean, never the, the only, the only thing usually people have anywhere close to a medical directive is, are you an organ donor or not on your driver's license? <laughs> right. <laughs> Other than that, a lot of people don't have like, do you want to be put on a machine? You want, you know, machine you want, um, what is it? A, a, a no resuscitation. Um, you know, who's making these decisions for you. Now in Florida, we have an exact, it's outlined in the statute of who gets to make those decisions. Um, I believe regardless, like, okay, so if there is no will. I was going to say, but you can indicate otherwise, but if that is. Yeah. So, so remember years ago, we're just going to digress a little bit here. So remember, remember Terry Schiavo, you may be a little young for Terry. I don't. Okay. So Terry Schiavo, she was on life support. This was back when George W. Bush was president and she was on life support um, in Florida. And, um, and her husband, I I believe how the story went was her and her husband were separated, uh, but still married. And she was on life support. And it, this thing went all the way to uh, the governor, to Jeb Bush. 
And Jeb Bush was unable to do what he thought he could do and intervene. And a lot of people thought that they could intervene. The problem, though, is you can't intervene. So they could not find a living will medical directive for her. Well, so Florida actually has an outline that says, okay, in the event that there is not a medical directive, so like I have one, so it Mm -hmm. says what to do, but let's say that you don't have one, okay? Okay, well, something happens to you, okay, so you don't have anything, who gets to make the decision? There's an exact order. The first person in line is a spouse, but what if you don't have a spouse? Well, then it's your parents. What if your parents are dead? Then it's your oldest sibling. What if you don't have a sibling? Okay, well, then I believe the next one is an adult relative. And after that is, I think it's an adult friend and then the state. So I mean, it goes something like that. Friend, maybe not in there. It's been a while since I've studied this. Anyway, so with Terry Shiva, her parents were like, look, we want to make the decision. We want to, um, we, we want to keep her alive. And her husband was like, no, she, she, she would not want this. She would want to be dead. She would want me to pull life support. This thing went all the way up to the, uh, the, uh, the uh, appellate court in Atlanta. Um, or yeah, 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 the district court of appeals. And even Jeb Bush got involved. And it turned out at the end of the day that even though they had been separated, because we don't have legal separation, they were still legally married. Therefore, he got to Trump mom and dad and they pulled the plug. That's so hard. But it got caught up and it was national story. And it was interesting because people were trying to sneak in and give her ice chips, you know, and, you know, bypass the tube. The problem, though, is they didn't realize that by giving her ice chips, she could actually drown without being in any water because she was on a tube. Mm-hmm. It's like, you can't do these things, people. But in any case, so yeah, I mean, it's very important that if you don't want your spouse, especially like if you're separated um, or, you know, some people aren't on good terms with their parents. I've, I've had so many of those where they're not on good terms with their parents uh, or, you know, they, you know, they're, they're not speaking with the brother or the yeah, sister. Yeah, or they just don't have a relationship, haven't talked in 20 years and all yeah, of a sudden. Like, you know what? Have a living will, get a, uh, have a living will, get a, fi- a, a, a state plan if you do have an estate, or at least get a medical directive so you can bypass and just say, look, this is the person I want making the decision. I know they will honor my decision. They will do what I want them to do. And, uh, and it'll be done. Um, for example, you know, when, when my brother passed away, um, I, was, um, I was left in charge. Because he knew I would follow exactly what he wanted to a T on everything. Like he, he knew, like Matthew was not going to then just go rogue, even though I'm not here and do his own thing. My grandmother did the same thing. She left me in charge. She says, you know what? I know that you will honor my wishes and you will not go rogue. And I know that you, you know, as a mediator, she goes, I know that you're going to be able to handle all the family. And I had to handle my mom and my uncle and there's, you know, my dad and my aunt and then all the grandkids and the great grandkids Mm -hmm. and, you know, their spouses and everybody and the division of the estate. So, you know, when, you know, it's also important, pick someone you trust for your executor. Mm -hmm. But yeah, these are the things that you absolutely should change after a divorce. But even look, every two years, divorced or not. Right. 
Occasionally, Sydney and I will be releasing Q&A bonus episodes where we will answer your questions and give you a personal shout out. If you have a comment or question regarding anything that we discuss, email us at info at iChatMediation.com. That's info at iChat, I-C-H-A-T, Mediation.com. And stay tuned to hear your shout out and have your question answered here on the show. For more information about my services or to schedule your mediation with me, either in person or using my iChat Mediation virtual platform built by Cisco Communications, visit me online at iMediateInc.com. Dot com. Call me at 561-262-9121, toll free at 877-822-1479, or email me at mbrickman at iChatMediation.com.